This is Biz Radio host, Joanna Patrice Haggerty. I am the founder of JPH Creative Biz and soon to launch Art Hero, a workforce development organization. My mission is to support and galvanize artists and creative entrepreneurs because art heals and connects. I believe that by activating creativity, we synthesize change. Come connect with me on Instagram at JPH Creative Biz. This is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where I invite the most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, creative business owners, and supporters to share their experiences, processes, practical tips, and inspirations. Today with me is Sarah Yerke. Hi. Hey, Sarah. (laughs) I'm going to read your bio so everyone can get to know you. (laughs) Got it. Upbeat and enthusiastic, Sarah is a total people person. In her career, Sarah loves finding solutions to struggles that individual mission-driven businesses and organizations experience. Any day where she can support leaders with their digital marketing challenges is a good day. Moving to the crafty city of Asheville 17 years ago also reignited her love for sewing, specifically for creating costumes. In fact, she was the first Asheville Mardi Gras queen. A mover and shaker, Sarah is passionate about all forms of art, especially live music. She goes to concerts regularly, and you can find her dancing up front. She loves being out in nature and spending time with her hubby and four-year-old daughter. I brought Sarah on to talk about her life as a professional supporter of the small business sector and creative entrepreneurs. But first, Sarah, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Joanna. I'm so happy to be here. It's such a pleasure. It's been an interesting world over COVID, but I've actually been able to support you and watching your adorable dog a few times, which has been so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our COVID puppy. <laughs> yes, Stella is so sweet. And I'm just really happy to have you because you're one of the few people, you know, when I invited you on, you're like, I'm not an artist, I'm not an entrepreneur, which is all BS in my mind. But part of the reason I wanted to bring you on is because of the work that you do working with artists, creative entrepreneurs, small business owners. I just think you have so much value to bring to that world. So let's wind the clock way back and get into Sarah as a young kid. I always love to start with what was your introduction into arts and creativity? Absolutely. So growing up, and that's a lovely question that kind of forces folks to like, to tap into that and kind of connect with that inner child again. So I love that as a prompt. Um, when, when I was when I was growing up, I was very into, I never really picked one modality. So I'm not a sculptor or a mm-hmm. painter. I kind of dabble in a lot of those things. And honestly, even though I've drifted away from this um, more from a structured standpoint, my initial introduction into the arts was through singing in church choir mm-hmm. as a kid. And so singing and live music was always at the core of kind of my my heart and my passion. And then I also had a really amazing kinder, um, elementary school art teacher named Mrs. Skaggs, mm. who is probably not listening. She's still in, <laughs> she's in Southern Indiana, if she's still with us. But she was such an inspiration for us as young children through her art classes. She did a lot of hands-on. I remember doing young authors, so I love to write stories. And I really found myself enjoying the creative process. We had. I remember for young authors, we had to create the cover of our book that we wrote as children. And I had such a great time. I'd written about a racehorse and I had such an amazing <laughs> time. My cover of my book was actually shaped like a horse and I covered it in burlap and like glued mm. felt and 
you know, I almost had more fun sculpting the book and Ooh. creating that um, than I did writing the story. So what? I've always really been into that. What an amazing way to unpack kind of just mm -hmm. understanding art from all levels. And it sounds like you and I had actually a really similar elementary school experience. My elementary school was rich with arts. I was developing photos in elementary school, which just was not wow. a normal thing. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. So the opportunity to get enveloped in arts and creativity. And like you said, using words to write a story and then constructing a book. I actually still have some books that my mom has, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have a few or at least love the memories. And oh, yeah. I just find that to be so beautiful. And, and one of the things that I, again, wanted to bring you on here was to really talk about that concept of taking understanding of creativity and using that lens and, and moving that forward in your career. So let's kind of move it forward a little. Let's talk about as you evolved, what was school like for you? Where'd you go to school? How was that? Yeah. So by the time I was in high school, I realized, you know, my passion is really in music, music mm -hmm. production. Um, and I knew that I, although I love to sing, um, I wasn't going to be like headlining any concerts or anything like that. <laughs> know but your my, place, right? <laughs> exactly. But I love to support. And I kind of, you know, that thread kind of continues on to this day where I really love supporting. I know my strengths and one of my strengths is supporting and uplifting others. And so when I left high school, um, I was on track to, I went to Belmont University in mm -hmm. Nashville, Tennessee, which is a music business school. Right. And my track was um, business ma uh, music management. So, you know, I had this vision of like, I'm going to be touring with these artists and I'm going to be like running their soundboard or helping them in some way. I didn't know exactly how that would flesh out. Um, but as time does, uh, <laughs> things, things change and pivot. And, you know, I ended up falling in love and completely moving directions out of that. Um, but that was really where I started. My, well, and I, my I love the foundation again of just letting the universe take you on the journey. And I don't know if you know this, but I went to college for basically mental health work and psychology and, and social work, right? So now mm -hmm. here I am a business coach and marketing and development. So I think the journey kind of fleshes out all of that story. So how did you kind of pivot into more business coaching support, some of the marketing world that you do nowadays with JB Media? Yeah, from the, the music business standpoint of it, the piece of it that really got me was, and kind of similar to yours, is like consumer behavior. Mm. You know, what makes people emotionally responsive to anything to an mm -hmm. ad or to a song or to a piece of clothing. Um, and so that really kind of took me when I, when I fell in love and moved to a different city, I didn't have access to that same music business education any longer. And I knew I had to kind of refocus and reframe, but that consumer behavior being at the baseline of what I was interested in led me to a marketing and public relations track because influencing that consumer behavior was really in a nutshell marketing. Absolutely. So, People don't really fundamentally get mm -hmm, that. Marketing mm -hmm. is just such a overused conversation when they're like Instagram or they throw one concept, one term, one word, but really you just hit the nail on the head. Like it really boils all the way back down to psychology and consumer behavior. Oh, that makes me so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what, what, what I continued on with and what I've, the, the space I've worked in since leaving college and getting into my own professional career. Um, and that's what I've been doing ever since. And through that, you know, I found new passions and new ways that really ignite and spark um, who I am. And 
it's really connecting people, whether that's connecting people with other people. You know, I can talk to people who may be clients, but they don't, we don't have anything to really serve them. But I knew that I talked to somebody a month or two ago that has the perfect solution. And then I'll connect mm-hmm. those two people. Um, so connecting people to either other people or to um, solutions to really help them thrive is something I'm very passionate about. And being able to have someone like you in the marketing world that can really take on these clients, understand their individual needs, and then put them in the right place, or even with the right staff member or the right program or things like that is invaluable because you and I both know that as a startup entrepreneur, most of the times you're starting with no budget, you know, no time, no energy, and usually very little education about business as well. And so you're kind of swimming in this giant ocean. And so finding a, someone like you, I imagine it's this, this beautiful island they get to take a deep breath on and sit for a minute <laughs> and, and really be like, okay, someone has my back. So let's break that down. I mean, what is your actual title at JB Media? How long have you been there? And let's talk about what your day-to-day looks like with the work you're doing right now for the creatives and, and the entrepreneurs of Western North Carolina and beyond. Sure. So I am the business development specialist. Um, I'm in the middle of kind of thinking through how to really title that or rename that in a way that's more reflective of (laughs) what I do, because that's kind of a a cookie cutter title. Um, I have been there since March of 2017. Um, So I've been there for quite a while now, and I feel like it's my home. You know, I feel like when I first moved to Asheville 17 years ago, I was a little kind of lost in a a boat, Um, but I feel like I found my place. And, you know, I'm really the first point of contact that anyone who has an inquiry into like, can you help me? What do you even do? You know, (laughs) how how do I get from point A to point B? How do I actually sell my products or my courses or, you know, become more visible with the, the, the audiences that I want to serve? And so I'm the first point of contact and I'm really, I get professional listener. I don't know what, you, Mm. you know, I don't know what you would call that, but I really am great at listening to hear and listening to understand people. Mm-hmm. And so I'm the first point of contact. I'll arrange a conversation with um, a business owner, entrepreneur, artist, um, and really just hear where their struggles are, where their strengths are, and really start to learn where they want to be in a year and five years, um, what success looks like for them. And really just listen. The, the first conversation's really not me talking at all. <laughs> you know, right. it's more how can I ask the right questions to dig deeper and deeper yeah. and deeper and get into that onion that is their business and their their heart and their passions. And you know, I like we kind of talked about this giant ocean of being an entrepreneur. There's not a lot of people who understand that language and who understand the heart side of the business. So the phrase listening to hear, I just think is so valuable for a lot of people who are in this world. Again, if you're a solo entrepreneur trying to do this and you're having sales meetings or working with your own clientele, that's a beautiful approach, right? Don't come to your first meeting having the sales agenda and expecting to, you know, get money in your pocket, come to the table, listening to hear and see if you're even a value right? with my work. I am not a good fit for every client, right? I work really well with certain businesses, with certain niches, with certain, you know, levels of entry point of the workforce world. And so I just really love that. I, can you talk a little bit about 
some of the things that you actually do here? What are some of the collective struggles that these entrepreneurs are coming to you? And maybe what are a few of the tips that you can simply offer some of the audience who's listening today? Of course. I think a big theme in the struggles that I hear is that the platforms that we're using today, I mean, nobody's and not to harsh a printed publication, nobody's really buying print ads or doing mm-hmm. marketing like we used to 20 mm-hmm. years ago. And the platforms we are using now, you mentioned Instagram earlier, and that's certainly one of them. They change so <laughs> rapidly that people are like, I'm trying to you know, wear all the hats and do all the things and implement my marketing tactics. But when I get back into the platform, it's changed and I don't right. know what I'm doing. So it's just a constant uphill struggle for for entrepreneurs, I think, to really keep up with the industry and really understand and know. Um, A couple of things that we do to really support, we do offer a free webinar the first Wednesday of every month. It might do a deep, take a deep dive look at, you know, SEO, why it's important, or how to structure a blog or how to start a podcast, um, how to really figure out what to focus on so Mm -hmm. that you don't have to feel like you have to be on Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, <laughs> LinkedIn, Clubhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is always such an overwhelming anxiety where they're like, I'm not doing enough on every platform. I'm like, take a deep breath. Yeah. And so I work. <laughs> that is that is a tip. You know, that really is a tip is don't think that you have to be all those places. Mm-hmm. Really dig into where your audiences of focus are spending their time and where they're consuming their information. Who are the sources they trust? Yeah. You know, Anymore, we work with so many social impact clients that we're finding folks are getting more and more away from Facebook um, and entities like that. So really understand where your people are hanging out and then get in front of them there. You don't have to do all the things. And that takes that takes an immediate kind of like. Oh, like yeah, a burden off. Take the pressure <laughs> off. Honestly, I love that you said that too. And again, this is why I was excited to have someone who's more of a marketing professional on the show because I can talk with you about the importance of business planning. A lot of artists and creatives that come to me, when I say let's do a competitive analysis, they're like, what the F does that matter to me? Why am I going to spend all this time researching all these things? Why am I answering these questions? And that is how you get to the core of that consumer behavior and you cut the sales funnel process, you cut the conversion process in half and you know, whatever you can do that gets that streamlined faster. And isn't that what we all want? More sales, less time? <laughs> exactly. Yes, we offer a couple of services like audience listening, mm-hmm. you know, which kind of sounds a little bit fancy, but um, it's just really, like you said, what platforms and messages are going to resonate with your audiences of focus? Um, so, so through doing some of those types of things, we can really help drill in and help exactly like you said, get to those sales faster for those clients. Do you also see that people misunderstand the concept that marketing is really just about getting sales that it's to me, Mm. I see marketing as the whole spectrum of the entire sales funnel. So it's building the brand awareness, it's building community, it's building these brand ambassadors, which is after sales, right? That's a post-purchase process. So I, I just find that, again, marketing seems to get pigeonholed to just the concept of sales, and it is so much more. So my ABC business course, we don't call it marketing per se. We really call it communications is really mm-hmm. what we start with. And then we drill down into marketing tools, marketing tactics, marketing plans, but that goes under the umbrella of communications because it's so much more. 
Absolutely. I think you're 100% right. And that is us as marketing professionals who have, you know, either are working freelance or who are working within, within an agency. Sometimes we do have to kind of like you just did at the beginning, like, let's rewind and talk about <laughs> and talk about who you are as a business. What's your story? What what emotion do you want to convey when you're talking about the work that you do and the successes you've had for your clients? And how and, that relates to what you're selling, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it is more than just this. The sale is kind of like the final little golden nugget at the end of the rainbow, but we've got to get a lot more uncovered before we can get to that point. I know. And I just, again, I can just imagine we have a lot of some of the similar things where these, these, you know, coaching clients and these, you know, consulting clients are willing to put the work in, but they don't always fully understand. And, and that moment when it starts clicking, when I have clients coming to me and sending me messages that, oh my gosh, I did a DM outreach and then I got a, a discovery meeting and then it turned into a sale and I see the process. It just like really warms my heart. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I do want to talk briefly, too, about the fact that you mentioned working for an agency, because kind of in Western North Carolina, that's a little more of a unique thing, right? We are a lot of solopreneurs, a lot of really small houses. And I just really believe from what I've seen on the outside and working with you guys and all the people I know there, the JP media culture is really strong. And you said you found your home. And I feel like everyone who really sinks into working there feels that way. What what is that? Why? Talk to me about that. I think at the heart of what we want to do is make positive impact Mm. on the world. So there are, you know, we have a full out We're we're, first of all, we're a B Corp certified agency, which if folks out there don't really uh, um, haven't heard of B corporations, it's kind of in summary, you know, the USDA organic seal of approval is to food as the B corporation is to business. Mm, So every great way to describe that, by the way, (laughs) thank you. You've had to do Um, that before, huh? (laughs) And so everything we do is through that lens of what is ethical, you know, ethical marketing. We have a full ethical marketing policy written up and posted on our website. We take everything with that approach. We only work with clients who are making a positive impact, um, whether that's nonprofit, social justice work, you know, impact organizations across the country. And I think that does speak to why our culture, you know, the culture was kind of there before we said, let's, let's certify this. Let's put the B Corp label on it and really kind of put our stamp on what we've been living all these years, where our values are. Mm, Girl, I got some goosebumps. And I just want everybody to really understand the concept of a marketing agency that really is trying to make change. Again, marketing gets put in this negative category, and it's been used as propaganda and negatively. So I just really wanted to hit that. And you mentioned before we got on air that you guys are working on this initiative. Yeah. Yeah, we're super excited about this that you know, though we serve clients all over the country, we are really based here in Asheville. Um, And we want to serve the Asheville community. So we've been doing a lot of uh, work around a JEDI initiative. So justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. Um, We've gone through trainings and listening sessions with local leaders to really understand our place in the white supremacy culture Mm -hmm. and how to really dismantle that. It's amazing how much. So we went through a program called the hella intensive. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not cussing Joanna. No, and, I love that. <laughs> and through that, actually, our founder and our director of culture and people went through that. Those two folks did. And through that, we really uncovered 
wow, everyday corporations are embodying white supremacy principles and we don't even realize it. Absolutely. Yeah, that covert supremacy that has just really borne itself into policies and things that, that again, we've never even thought to uncover. I'm just so excited that y'all are doing that. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about it then. Yeah, so we are, you know, we're we're babies in this journey still. <laughs> um, and so we're we're really just like I think our next two all team staff meetings, we've extended them to be two hours and we're gonna be joined by a local leader who's gonna walk us through, you know, just unpacking all of that, unpacking, you know, how can we really be allies in the community? How can we really serve Asheville and be involved in some of the policy changes that need to happen? from a government standpoint. And so we're, we're excited to dig into that. Again, we're just at the beginning of this journey, but I'm sure it will continue. And we do a lot of volunteerism in the community as well. It's just so important for small businesses who come to JB Media or who are looking for examples in the community to realize that we too can do the work. You can be a one-woman show, a five-person show, and still really care about the community. So Sarah... Thank you so much for being here today. Before we have to wrap up, can you let people know how they can find JB Media Group? And, you know, I know that COVID world has impacted your ability to get in the arts, but if there's any way they can connect with you (laughs) as well, let them know. (laughs) Absolutely. They can find me. I think the easiest way is to just go to jbmediagroupllc.com. There's a team page and then a link to my LinkedIn, uh, my email will be found on that team page. Perfect. Yeah. And anybody who's curious, has a question, you know, is looking for a connection. Sounds like Sarah is your go-to girl. Yep. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. And as always, this is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty show where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, creative business owners, and supporters. Thank you so much for tuning in and please connect by visiting bizradioashville.com or on Instagram at jphcreativebiz. I would love to hear your show suggestions or any questions you may have. And as always, stay creative. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.